1: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, June 24th edition. We got a big one, a 14 game Friday slate. Hope everybody I had a good Thursday. Didn't do a show because it was six games early at nine o'clock my time in the morning, and then three evening games. Took Thursday off. We're back with you guys on another big Friday slate, 14 games. I'm on the old Twitter there at BD Entric. If you have any questions, hit me up there or join us in the free Fantasy DJINS Discord or myself and others will help you out, build your winning lineups, and win some money. If you like season-long fantasy baseball, it also helps your DFS content. Check out Bench. I've coming at you multiple times a week. Finished up on Thursday recording another episode of Bubba in the Bloom with Ryan Bloomfield talking about some starting pitchers, which was lots and lots of fun. So check that out. and Much, much more, plus my written content at Fantasy Pros, Fan Tracks, Roto Baller, and more. All right, 14 games, Monday, Friday, I mean, Friday, Friday. Let's do it. Your total's on this slate. Astros, Yankees, 8. Pirates Rays 7.5, Red Sox Guardians 8.5, Dodgers Braves 9.5, a A little surprised by that total. Nationals Rangers 9, Orioles White Sox 8.5, Blue Jays Brewers 8.5, Rockies Twins 9, A's Royals 8.5, Cubs Cardinals 9, Mariners Angels 9, Phillies Padres 7, Tigers D-backs 8.5, Reds Giants 8. Some good totals there, a lot to choose from on a 14-game slate. As you have come to expect, so let's get to the pitching on this slate. you got three guys over 10K. you got Verlander at the Yankees, Nola at the Padres, Severino at home against Houston. They're all GPP plays if you want to use them on this slate. I don't think you need to go this high. If I'm going up here, I'm going with Aaron Nola at home or at the San Diego Padres. Nola six innings or more in almost every start this season. It's just can he avoid the one blow up? He's avoided them for three straight starts. He's got six or more Ks. Strikeouts are always a plenty for Aaron Nola. you got a Padres team without Manny Machado, which is obviously very, very good. A Padres team that's striking out over 21% of the time the past month uh, against right-handed pitching. So if you're going up here, like, you know, if you want to go Verlander, you want to go Severino, I get it. But I'm not going to get cute. Those are two really good teams, really good offenses, ballpark to hit in. Give me Aaron Nola at 10-3 if you're paying all the way up. I don't think you need to pay up that high. You can save 500 bucks. Go to Nick Pavetta at 9800 bucks at the Cleveland Guardians. He has uh, put up 20 or more points, essentially, in five straight starts in eight of his last nine. The dude's been nothing short of outstanding. The biggest thing is the strikeouts have been in bunches for Nick Pavetta, and now you get a Cleveland team striking out. Only 16% of the time versus right into pitching this past month, which is very surprising. But you can go to Pavetta at 98 if you so choose. Alec Manoa at 95 at the Milwaukee Brewers is another guy I don't mind. He had a rough start against the Yankees his last time out. But prior to that, Baltimore, Kansas City, White Sox. He's just a 20-point machine time and time again. Now he's 9,500 at the Milwaukee Brewers, a team that is striking out 23.5% of the time versus Ryan to pitching with a 93 WRC plus over the last month. So saving some cash to go to a guy like Alec Manoa is definitely in play for you. So if you're going 9K and above, you got Nola at 10-3, Pavetta at 98, Alec Manoa at 95 is where I'd be starting my pay-up spots on this slate if you so choose if you want to save some cash though we got um, jeffrey springs eighty five hundred bucks at home against the pittsburgh pirates got my article for baseball hq coming out on fridays for your daily pitching matchups jeffrey springs rates out as the best option according to baseball hq metrics coming off a rough start against baltimore but prior to that has been great even as baltimore struck out six he has five or more strikeouts in six straight starts and that's what you love to see especially going up against uh pittsburgh in this matchup with Springs coming from the left side, you got a Pittsburgh Pirates team that's striking out 27 percent of the time versus left-handed pitching, hitting 204 with a 74 WRC plus over the past month 1st left-handed pitching. So Jeffrey Springs at 8500 bucks, very strong on this slate. Alex Cobb's interesting at 8300 bucks, coming off a very bad start against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Prior to that, at Cincinnati, was phenomenal—six innings, two earned. 8Ks for 21 points. It's been a rough month or so for Alex Cobb, but he does get the Reds at home. The Reds team striking out 21% of the time versus righties. I prefer Jeffrey Springs, but if you want to go to a low-owned Cobb in tournaments, you can definitely go that direction. Merrill Kelly will be interesting. at 7900 bucks versus Detroit. I'll pass, but I get it if people want to go there. I know that question will be coming up, so you can go there if you want. I will pass. Uh, Dane Dunning is a tournament play. Sucked against Detroit. Great against Houston. Sucked against Cleveland. Great against Seattle. Now he's at home against the Washington Nationals, a team that is uh, striking out 20% of the time versus right-handed pitching this past month. So Dunning at 75 is interesting as well. Now it's all about punt city if you want to go down here. Cole Urban at 64 is interesting versus uh, the Kansas City Royals. He'd be a guy I would look at pretty closely. Other than that, not a whole lot I love. It's uh, a weird pitching slate. If you need to punt, punt, Andre Pallante of the St. Louis Cardinals at home against the Chicago Cubs is where I would look. 75 pitches is last. He hasn't thrown more than 78 pitches yet, so he's not going deep, but he's 5, hundo, and you get a Cubbies team striking out 20% of the time versus righties of the 108 WRC plus this past month. So you can go there if you want. You could go to Roni Garcia if you want. He put up a, an 18.5 spot against Texas his last time out. 5Ks uh, in his last outing, and he gets to face an Arizona Diamondbacks team that uh, strikes out to almost 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching with a 206 average and a 81 WRC plus this last month. So Roney at 56 can be an option for you. But in reality, we're paying for pitching. It's Aaron Nola, it's Nick Pavetta, it's Alec Manoa, it's Jeffrey Springs, maybe an Alex Cobb, maybe a Merrill Kelly, Dylan Bundy, if you're feeling really frisky, coming off eight strong Strong innings against Arizona where he struck out seven. He got it at Rocky. He'll strike out a ton. It's in Minnesota. Don't love it, though. You got Dane Dunning at 75. I'd rather have Dunning over Bundy. Dunning was started great this year. has really been struggling of late. So he's a tough one. Or he can punt with Ronnie Garcia or Palante. But preferably giving the Nolas, the Pavetta, Medanoa, and uh, Jeffrey Springs. One of the, or Two of those four is where I like to plant my flag if we can on this slate. It's a tricky one though. So uh, watch for lineups, see where we can get some breaks out there, maybe some weather situations, change things up
0: a bit for us also. The best way to learn a language, immersion, living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply.
1: All right, your bats on this wonderful 14-game slate. Kicking it off at the catcher's position for you here. Um, if you are fading Palante, Wilson Contreras at 52 is a good payup spot if you want to go there. Otherwise, you go to like William Contreras versus Urias in the tournament. Like Urias has been pitching great. I don't mind some Arizona bats to be a bit contrarian. Alejandro Kirk at 43 versus Adrian Hauser is a good, good spot. I like Toronto versus Hauser. Hauser just has not had it at all. If you're fading Cole Urban, MJ Melendez at 42 is very strong. Catcher your outfit eligible for the Kansas City Royals. I like that play at 4,200. Uh, going down, though, below 4K. You got a few options down here for sure. Uh, Christian Betancourt versus granky Granky's massive pitch to contact, so Betancourt at 35 is a strong look. Also, granky coming off the IL, so you got that going for you. Also, uh, Adley Rushman hit his second home run of the season on Thursday against Michael Kopek at 33. I'd rather have um, Betancourt or go to Cal Raleigh at 3200 bucks. Doesn't hit for average at all. He's in like a buck ninety this season. But tons of power. Nine home runs already. Uh, he's going to play pretty much every day now for Seattle. So 3200 bucks versus Lorenzen is good for you. Mitch Garver should be back for Texas. Going up against pitch to contact Paolo Espino. Garver at 3K makes for a very, very good tournament play if he checks the lineup. But he's a boomer best guy, but going as a boomer bust against a pitcher like Espino, very good for Mitch Garver at 3K. Going below 3K, though, Ryan Jeffers at 28 is not bad. His hard hit rate and, and overall production has been great. Just doesn't play a lot. But if he's in the lineup for uh, Minnesota's twenty eight hundred, he'd be a nice punt. Uh, Gabriel Moreno of Toronto, if he's in the lineup at twenty five hundred against Kopech, I don't mind it. Some other options I'd rather have, but he's in play as well. And then other than that, nothing that really stands out at the catcher's position. But fourteen game slate, lots of punts will become available, especially at catcher. Ah, uh, first base. You got Otani at six K against Flexon, which I do you not know, hate. If you want to pay up, Otani is just doing everything—pitching, hitting, you name it. Great spot there. Paul Goldschmidt's only fifty-five hundred bucks for Kyle Hendricks. That's a great price point. I love Seattle again tonight. As Hendricks, will throw a good start once in a while, but as a whole, not great. So, uh, if you want to pay up for Goldie at fifty-five, I completely support that decision. If you want to save some money, though, you go down to the likes of um, Jose Abreu versus Austin Voth. Chicago White Sox are a great play against Voth tonight. Abreu is only four K. That is ridiculously too cheap. Ridiculously too cheap against Austin Voss. So Abreu at four K is a phenomenal value. Andrew Vaughn's first base outfit eligible is only thirty nine hundred bucks. So already at the first base position, if it trends the rest of the positions, White Sox are going to be insane value on this slate. Uh, if you're fading Day Dunning though, Josh Bell's thirty seven hundred. That's not a bad value. Juan Yepes of St. Louis is 36 for against Hendricks. He's an option for you. Um, other options as you go down farther on the 3K range. Um, Miranda's been booty. Uh, Hunter Dozier is 3K versus Irvin. If you're fading Irvin, you just want to punt, you can go Dozier. I'm not looking, I think there's better options. Like, I'd rather go Nathaniel Lowe uh, at 2800 bucks versus Spino. We talked about Lowe the other day as a cheap play. He went deep at 2800 bucks against Spino. That's a great, great value. With Nathaniel Lowe at 2800 bucks. So if you're punting, you got Low. You got Alex Kirilov at twenty six hundred bucks. You got Michael Chavis who hits lefties very well. I love Springs, but Chavis is twenty six, makes for a nice low owned tournament play. But Kirilov first base outfield against Marquez at twenty six. You got Low at twenty eight. Couple really nice cheapies. Spencer Torkelson's two K still. I don't mind that ever as a punt play because he's just that darn good. Uh, second base though, you got Cronenworth maybe if you need to, but I'd rather save a few dollars. Trevor Story at 52 versus Quantrill. Quantrill pitches to a lot of contact. Marcus Simeon's been heating up. He's 5K versus Spino. He's one of your pricier Rangers, but you can afford it with the lows and the Garvers of the world. Um, going down even cheaper, though, Jonathan India versus Alex Cobb, maybe, if you need to, at 44. Uh, Gavin Lux has been swinging it really well. He's 3900 bucks versus Ian Anderson. That could be a potential value for you. Johnny VR at 37. Nolan Gorman at 37 couple nice values at second base uh jonathan Scope slowly getting it going he's 3k versus merrill kelly i don't mind that as a potential punt if you need to at second base um, um no i'm not going there i stopped myself before i even said his name so you don't even have to put that thought into your head so other than that not a ton down here at second base that stands out uh third base position though i always like devers 6200 bucks which control is still is expensive but it's outstanding. Big fan of that. You got Austin Riley at 54 is a good tournament play versus Uriah Arenado at 53 versus Hendricks. All really good payup spots if you need to go there. Uh, going below 5K, though, uh, you can save a few dollars. Patrick Wisdom against Pellante. We keep talking about him as a tournament play. He's been having a good week with the power bat. You got Jake Berger's only 3400 bucks. That's a phenomenal price point. He's been a double-digit point machine this past week, so you can definitely go his direction. Ryan McMahon's been kind of getting going. He's only thirty-one hundred bucks for his Bundy. Obviously, we prefer him in Coors, but thirty-one hundred versus Bundy has definitely got some nice appeal there for Ryan McMahon. Josh Smith of Texas, if he gets in the lab, he's third base outfield. Twenty-two hundred bucks has been taken over third base from Ezekiel Duran in a platoon with the righty Espino on the bump. Another cheap Texas Ranger and Josh Smith at twenty-two hundred dollars. Shortstop position for you here. You know, Trey Turner's just fine at 63. Damcy Swanson's unconscious right now. He's 57. But Bo Bichette at 55 versus Hauser. Corey Seeger at 52. Those are two really good payup spots in their matchups versus Hauser and Espino. Yeah, Carlos Correa's hitting three sixty-four since coming off the COVID IL. Doubled on a couple of games ago. He is 5100 bucks if you're fading Marquez. But Bobby Witt Jr. at 51 might be one of the better price points. Just going up against Cole Irvin, leading off, playing great. You got Tim Anderson at 5K. He's like your most expensive White Sox. You're going to see out there. So, a couple other payup spots for you. Been mentioning them a lot lately. Price is going up, folks. Javi Baez is heating up. He's up to 4500 bucks for Merrill Kelly. Still not a bad price point. O'Neill Cruz price coming up. He's 3600 against Jeffrey Spring. So, I'm not as, as in love with that, but I get it if you're feeling it. Um, other than that, though, usually shortstop is a very top heavy position. And it's looking to be the case again on Friday. Outfield will be loaded on 14 games. I will definitely miss some people, so if you have questions, hit me up in the Discord or hit somebody up in the Discord because I guarantee you I will miss somebody. But you have Judge, you have Otani, you got Acuna. But uh, I like Mike Trout at 58 versus Flexen. I don't mind Jordan at all because he hits everything great. That's a good spot for you, though. Juan Soto at 55 is intriguing versus Dane Dunning. Julio Rodriguez might be one of the better plays against Michael Lorenzen, who's been so bad in that Angels bullpen. So Julio at 55 is a very interesting payup spot in his matchup. Um, at least Garcia's 49 is the more, more expensive. Texas Rangers, him, Simeon, and uh, Seager are expensive, but Atalise has been awesome for Texas. So keep him in mind as well. You got T. Oscar versus Hauser at 49 if you're stacking uh, Toronto. Uh, definitely in play for you there. Dalton Varsho is only 4,600 versus uh, Roni Garcia. He's uh, one to keep an eye on if you want to get different in a tournament. Uh, some other ones, though, you got Jock Jams versus Ashcraft at 43. Jock's hitting everything, especially versus Ryan of pitching, what Ashcraft is. So Jock Jams at 43 makes for a really good tournament look. MJ Melendez mentioned him earlier. Play him at catcher. Don't play him in the outfield. Um, cheaper options, Andrew Vaughn at 39. Gavin Lux at 39 mentioned both of them. Very good values for what they're producing right now. Cole Calhoun in tournaments. I don't love him, but he's 3800 bucks in a Texas stack. If you're going like a five-man Texas stack, Calhoun could be a part of that. Um, Mike Yastrzemski at 36. Nice cheap Giants piece versus Ashcraft. Ashcraft has, has not been good of late. So you can get some Giants in there and have some fun. Ian Happ at 36 is a good value. Love Jaron Duran. Leading off versus Quantra is a great cash game play with tournament appeal at 3,500. Really cheap piece leading off for Boston. That's a good look there. Uh, a few more. Chris uh, Morrell. Of Chicago if he's leading off for the Cubs versus Palante at 34. Not bad. I'd rather have Duran at 35, personally, but both could be in play for you. Jesse Winker is 33-hundo, kind of getting going. Sixth, 23-23, two homers in his last three games, going up there against Michael Lorenzen. So Jesse Winker at 33 is a really good tournament look as he might be getting it going. You want to get on there before the price tag jumps, so that's a good spot for you. And then uh, going 3K and below, you got Josh Lowe. Of Tampa Bay going up against Mitch Keller, at only three K. That could be a nice tournament play. Alec Thomas at twenty nine versus Ronnie Garcia, I like a lot. If you're if you're looking for some value there, Dylan Carlson's twenty nine versus um, Hendricks, he is another value for you. Um, cheaper plays even farther down the two K ladder. Alex Kirilov at twenty six, we mentioned him earlier. That's a really good look. Trevor Larnack could even be in play at twenty five. I prefer Kirilov a lot, but Larnack if you're doing a massive stack, you can go there. Robbie Grossman's only twenty four. Versus Merrill Kelly, Grossman slowly getting it going as well. Um, farther down, though, you'll have a couple more down here. I know we're going to get to in a minute as we slide down. I'm just looking for them here as they're very cheap. No more Mazzara, not looking to fade Nola, though. So keep that on your radar. Uh, maybe we don't have anybody else. I, I swear we would have some more down here because it's a loaded position. But I guess check lineups. There's probably something I'm missing. Uh, Leodi Tavares is 2K for Texas. He could be a sneaky GPP play, not a must, not a must at all. And then Lars Newtbar, he went deep on Thursdays, 2K. He could be playing with Tyler O'Neill on the IL. So keep that in mind as well as a potential punt play. All right, recapping your pitching. Again, you can play any of the 10K guys, but I prefer Aaron Nola at 10-3 against San Diego. And you got Pavetta at 98, Manoa at 95, and Jeffrey Springs at 85. Those are my top four arms. That's where I'd like to stay if I could. If you need some other plays, You could again, one of the 10K guys is fine, but Alex Cobb, Merrill Kelly, and then going cheaper with guys like Ronnie Garcias and Palante. They're in play. I just prefer not to. It's the the easiest way I can say it. If you want to stack, you can stack Tampa Bay versus Mitch Keller. I have other places I'd like to go on this slate, like Boston versus Quantrill I like. and not one of my top plays, but I like it. Love Texas versus Spino. That's one I like a lot. Uh, The White Sox versus Voth, big fan of that one as well. Um Colorado versus Bundy, but Minnesota versus Marquez, they're both interesting. Really like Oakland potentially versus Granky. That's one to keep an eye on if you want to be really, really contrarian. Like that's like a 20-max type play. You don't have to do that in a three-max or a single entry. Uh Toronto versus Hauser is definitely definitely one. St. Louis versus Hendricks I like Seattle versus Lorenzen is a good one. Uh the Arizona Detroit game is sneaky. Just feels like we're gonna get some offense in that game. And then the Giants versus Ashcraft. Is another one. So I want to see lineups. I want to see some more info before I really lock in what I'm doing. But right now, like my favorite favorites, uh, the White Sox in Texas would be my top two stacks right now. If we're if we're looking at it, and I'd pair them up with Jeffrey Springs and either Nola, uh, Manoa, or Pavetta. Probably Nola or Pavetta with Jeffrey Springs is where I'd be looking at things right now but that'll do it folks another episode of quick hits in the books hope you guys enjoyed it make sure you follow me on the twitter there at, at bdntrick and give us a rate and review on itunes mlb dfs quick hits or go and check out the fancy dgs youtube page give it the old thumbs up would mean a ton to me as well in the free fancy dgs discord if you like an invite just let me know get you in there also check out my written content fantasypros.com FantasyHQ, BaseballHQ, baseball hq rotoballer.com So much fun stuff. Bench with Bubba as well. Coming at you multiple times a week for your season-long fantasy baseball needs. But for now, you guys have a great weekend. Enjoy it with friends, family, whatever you're doing. Have some fun. I'll be back with you guys Sunday night for your Monday preview. But this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, June 24th edition. I'm out.